When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back. This is episode 148 of Widow 180, the podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to tell you guys about a conversation that I had with one of the ladies that was in the Rediscovery Through Writing creative writing program that I did in October. I loved this program. It's jam-packed with fun exercises, and I just had so much fun getting to know all of the ladies in the group. If you're listening, you guys are incredible. I will definitely be running this program again after the first of the year, so stay tuned for those announcements. Anyway, there are many things that bring joy and happiness into my life, but the two that I'm thinking about right now are warm chocolate chip cookies right out of the oven, and feedback about my programs. (laughs) Y'all, I love running my programs so much, but I get so much joy out of talking to the ladies after the program and getting feedback about the program. What did they think? What did they love? What did they learn? I am always wanting to know if and how I can improve the way that I'm helping others. So I was talking to Christy the other day, and she just said the kindest things about the program and also the podcast, which is what I wanted to share with you today. She said she loves listening to the podcast because it's so positive and not in an overly positive way. She said that some of the other ones that she's listened to, uh, other grief podcasts are just very doom and gloom, and that one of the themes that runs through our messaging is that there is still so much good to focus on, and that you have to make lemonade out of the lemons, right? You have to do things, even though they're hard, and that you can do them. She said, You know, it is so much easier to just stay at home and to wallow and let grief overtake you, but that in this show, we always talk about moving forward and finding things that spark you and seeking the beauty in the world because it's still there. And oh my gosh, I was just so dumbfounded listening to her and I was beaming because That is the message that I want to put out there, and it looks like it's working. So it just makes my soul sing. So thank you so much, Christy. I really needed to hear that, and I love to know that these messages of hope are being sprinkled around the globe every week. And thank you guys for listening. 
Like I said, the Rediscovery Through Writing program will be happening again, maybe as early as mid-January. I don't know, but I'll let you know because it is so helpful and it's such a great tool to use for healing. Now, let's get into today's episode. We're talking about three things that I want you to remember this holiday season, and they are the three P's to remember. So the first P is to plan for the unexpected. Plan for the unexpected. I want to talk about this because during the holidays, our grief can become magnified because there's such a focus on family, and that's what the holidays are all about, right? And your family is no longer the picture of what it used to be. So many times our emotions during this time of year are also amplified. You may find yourself fighting an internal battle as you navigate the highs and lows of each day, and sometimes minute to minute. Some days you're feeling on top of the world, like you can take on anything that comes your way, and then the next minute, the grief monster attacks and takes over, and you can't get out of bed. These are the moments that are far too common in grief, but they only get amplified during the holidays when we're really feeling the absence of our loved ones. Here's a scenario that could happen to you. Maybe you get invited to a holiday party and you've mentally prepared yourself to go. You get all dressed up. You even put on makeup, which you haven't done in months. You're all ready to go, about to grab your keys and walk out the door. And then you're stuck. You start to think all kinds of things like people are going to stare at me. People are going to ask me how I'm doing and I don't feel like talking about it. Or I seriously just don't feel like smiling today. I thought I could do this. I thought I could, but not today. You fall into a bit of a slump and you change your mind and you decide not to go. You get back into your jammies pour yourself some hot tea, and watch Elf for the hundredth time, and it still makes you giggle. Plan for the unexpected. You have every right to change your mind. You can change your plans. And know that it's okay to be flexible. And be okay with your ultimate decision. Will you regret not going? Maybe. But give yourself some grace and find some self-compassion And understand that your emotions are all over the place right now. Here's another scenario to think about. Let's say you do make it to the party. That's fantastic. You did it. You got dressed. You had the courage to go to the party and get there and mingle and put on a happy face. Grab a glass of wine and try to enjoy yourself with some good, relaxing conversation. Then... Your Uncle Melvin comes up to you and makes some asinine comment like, well, I'm jealous of you. You get to go home to a quiet house and I'm stuck here with your aunt and all these kids. (sighs) Lord, have mercy. I mean, have mercy. People will say the stupidest, most asinine things to you. And I'm so, so sorry that you have to deal with it. I really am. Some people know not what they do. They're just plain, outright stupid. 
But some people say these things to you. It's it's almost like it's a defense mechanism or I don't know, an icebreaker or something to supposedly lighten things up and make you feel better. I don't know. And it's just not right. They go about it all wrong, but they truly don't mean any harm. They're just trying to talk to you and they don't know how. So this is another thing to prepare for and plan for. It's the unexpected comments or things people say to you that might throw off your night. Here's a third scenario that might blindside you. You don't get invited at all. What? No, no, no way. That would never happen. That could never happen. Y'all, I have talked to so many widows that unfortunately, this is a lot more common than you think. Let's say you've gone to your in-laws every single Christmas Eve for the last 15 years, but this year they didn't invite you. Weird, right? Weird. This happens a lot. Not just with in-laws, but with friends too. It's like your grief will make them uncomfortable so they don't invite you. Or they just assume that you wouldn't want to come anyway so they don't bother inviting you. This is tough and this is really, really hard because of all the times of year that you need that extra love and support, it sometimes goes away. And again, I am so very sorry If this happens to you, plan for the unexpected. You never know how things will play out with you and your emotions and with the other people in your life. Okay, so that's the first P, plan for the unexpected. Number two, the second P is to prioritize what matters to you and get rid of the rest. Prioritize what matters to you and get rid of the rest. What do I mean by this? Well, in my book, The Widow's Holiday Guidebook, I have this equation written out and it says grief plus the holidays equals lots of energy. Grief plus the holidays equals lots and lots of energy. Think about all the things that happen around the holidays. Pulling out all of the decorations, putting up the decorations, decorating the whole house, planning the meals, cooking the actual meals, buying the gifts, mailing the gifts to relatives, thinking about having house guests and all that that entails. If they're staying at your house, then you have to clean the sheets and make the beds and get the house all ready for people. Are you having a party at your house? What about the food? You know, the holidays are pretty stressful on their own already, even when things are normal in your life and you're not grieving on top of everything. How the hell are you supposed to think about all of these details and things when your car just ran out of gas because you forgot to fill it up? Anyway, maybe all of those things I just said, you did them before, And you did it for years and years, and it never seemed like a burden. It was fun, right? But now that your husband is gone, every part of the holidays seems like so much freaking effort. Like you don't even want to bake a cookie, let alone make a whole dinner for other people. 
So when I say prioritize what really matters to you, I want you to think about all aspects of Christmas and Thanksgiving and decide what really matters to you. If you feel like you can't do it all, then that's okay. And don't do it all. Just don't. Remember that all of this is energy and you may not have it. So what's important to you? Is it important to have a Thanksgiving meal all together with extended family at your house? If you decide yes, then great. That's great. But tell everyone that you want to do potluck this year. Everyone can chip in and bring something to take the burden off of you. Is the meal important, but not the perfect Instagram-worthy table setting? That's great. Use recyclable plates and disposable utensils and things that you can just toss after the meal so that you don't have to do the dishes. So think about what's important to you. Involve your family and let them know what you're thinking if you feel like you want to, and then make a plan to make it all happen. The third P to remember this holiday season is to present new traditions, but keep the old ones too. Family traditions are a part of the holidays and they develop over the years that you spend together. Maybe you always go and get a Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. Maybe you always cooked the side dishes and your husband always did the turkey because that was his specialty. Maybe the whole family spends Christmas Eve at your house so that you can all wake up on Christmas morning together. We all have our own family traditions. But this year, it's going to be different and it's going to feel completely different. So think about all of the holiday traditions that you guys did together and prepare for how you'll you'll handle it this year. Will you have your son carve the turkey this year or... Will you spend the night at your daughter's house to be with her and your grandkids this year? Start thinking about it ahead of time and plan for who will do those tasks that were normally handled by the person we lost. Decide which ones you still want to do and talk to your family about it. And present some new traditions. This year, you may feel like really changing things up because it's all feeling different anyway. Start a new ritual or ceremony that will help honor them and remember our loved ones. So in my book, I list a few, and here are some of the things that you can do. Here are just a few ideas. The first one is play their favorite song or music. Have that going in the background at your Christmas get-together. Number two, read their favorite poem or story. Number three, hold a candle lighting ceremony and say a few words. Number four, make his favorite drink and say a toast. Number five, say a prayer. Think of new traditions that you can start. And again, tell your friends and family about it if you want them to be involved in some kind of way. All right, so let's do a recap of the three P's to remember this holiday season. Number one, plan for the unexpected. You never know how you're going to feel or if your Uncle Melvin is going to be a dumbass. Number two, prioritize what matters to you. Just think about what you want and then do it. Do what you want, not what feels forced. 
Number three, present some new traditions. Maybe you make it a new tradition to spend every Christmas week in Hawaii, in which case I'm jealous and I want to do that too. But really keep the old traditions or not and present new traditions this year. Again, this all comes back to you deciding what you want to do, deciding what you need to do to make getting through the holidays a little easier, making decisions and taking action to make ourselves feel better. And that's the best that we can do. So these three P's to remember all came from my book, The Widow's Holiday Guidebook. It's 45 days of self-reflection, self-compassion, and self-care. There are 45 days of exercises, insights, activities, journal prompts, all designed to walk you through and guide you through the last 45 days of the year to help you navigate and juggle mourning and celebration at the same time, which is not easy. If you would like to download the Widow's Holiday Guidebook, go to www.widow180.com forward slash books. That's www.widow180.com forward slash books. Go ahead and get your copy and get that extra bit of help this holiday season. For even more help, you can always join us in the Widow Squad community. I can't say enough wonderful things about the ladies in this group. They are just so awesome and kind to each other and understanding. And if you need to feel seen and heard and validated, we would love to have you in there with us. Go to widowsquad.com. That's widowsquad.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Okay, that's it for me. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.